episode 117, we mentioned Valentine's blues. I explained to you that when people experience Valentine's blues, they feel lonely, they feel sad, they feel left out. When we feel left out, we feel excluded from something. We don't feel like we are a part of something. So, for example, since we are officially in the month of February, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. When something is just around the corner, it's not far from today's day. So, Valentine's Day is in only eight days. It's just around the corner. Now look, in this case, I can't say, oh, Christmas is just around the corner because obviously Christmas just ended. So we have to wait another 10 months or so for it to happen again. Now, since we are officially in the month of February, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. According to an online article that I I read yesterday, many people tend to feel lonely around this time. Because of that article, I became curious about this idea of loneliness and just being alone. As I mentioned in Monday's episode, our goal in life should not be to be alone. Of course not. After all, we are social creatures. Human beings are social beings. We like to have company around us, obviously. And there is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. The problem, I think, lies in not knowing how to be alone. And I think that this is also a very important quality for us to have, which is why I'd like to continue talking about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For me personally, learning how to be alone has been a priceless life lesson. When we say that something is priceless, it means that the value of it can't be bought with money. In other words, it means that it has been an incredibly important life lesson. You see, I come from a culture in which family is very important. Being social is very important. A culture where spending time with family, friends, neighbors is a big part of everyday life. I genuinely think that this is beautiful. However, in my my mid-twenties, I was literally forced to start working on myself when it came to learning how to be alone. At the time, being alone scared me very much. At the time, my phone was ringing non-stop. Bling, bling, 
bling, bling. I was constantly talking to people on the phone. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hi. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. I was constantly hanging out with people, spending time with friends, cousins, family members. And all of it was wonderful. Yet slowly but surely, I started to notice that any time that phone was silent or any time I could hear silence around me, I would literally panic. I would feel very uncomfortable. I would immediately seek the company of other people just to not be in my own company. I didn't like that feeling at all. I didn't like how it made me feel. I didn't like feeling so dependent on other people's presence. So I started a slow but very interesting and insightful journey towards learning how to truly be by myself and actually be okay with it. Okay, teacher, so what did you do exactly? Well, I started reading books. Many of these books were spiritual books, which I had never even heard of before. I would say that two books that have had a profound influence on me are two books by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now and A New Earth. In all honesty, when I first started reading these books, I was introduced to ideas that were 100% new to me. I had no idea how much my own thoughts had affected my life up until that point. It's as if I had never ever learned the concept of human thoughts. This idea that thoughts are constantly running through our mind and that we simply have to learn how to filter out our thoughts. Otherwise, all kinds of worrisome feelings might arise. So now, just as an example, let's apply a few worrisome thoughts in reference to Valentine's Day. Thoughts that could definitely produce that sense of blues, that sense of sadness. It's very possible that many people might be thinking right now, oh my God, Valentine's is around the corner, but I am all alone. I don't have anyone. I don't even have a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or a girlfriend. Everyone is going to receive chocolate and hearts and flowers on this day. I will be the only one alone and lonely and nobody cares and nobody wants me, etc, etc, etc. First of all, do you notice how these thoughts are so extremely negative? Well, if you notice that, that's great because that's called awareness. Or as an adjective, we would say to be aware. When you are aware, you start to pay attention to something. In this case, you become aware of your thoughts, yeah? And when you become aware of your thoughts, you realize, oh my gosh, some of them are quite 
negative. See, when I first started learning about the power of our thoughts, I honestly realized that I had never, ever learned how to become more aware of my own thoughts. Up until that point, my thoughts were constantly something that I sort of responded to, something that I never really studied or examined or analyzed. So, Let's say, for example, I was getting ready for an exam and all these thoughts would arise, would come to me. Oh my gosh, am I going to pass the exam? Am I prepared for the exam? What's going to happen if I fail? And see, without even knowing it at the time, all those thoughts would produce a sense of worry, a sense of anxiety, a sense of stress. Do you see where I'm going with this? Well, the same exact thing can be applied to, let's say, the idea of Valentine's Day and all the thoughts that it produces in your head. In fact, as you're listening to this, try to be aware of your own thoughts and see what kind of thoughts come up. Maybe some of them are sort of negative. Maybe they are like, okay, I am going to be alone. Nobody wants to be with me. Everyone has someone. I am the only one who doesn't have anyone, etc., etc., etc. Do you see how those thoughts are negative? Do you see how those types of thoughts are very toxic and, in fact, can only produce negative emotions and feelings? So, teacher, what do you suggest I do instead. First of all, I am not an expert in the subject, nor do I intend on pretending to be an expert in the subject. All I want to do is share a few tricks and tips that have really helped me in the past and that continue to help me to this day. Also, please remember, there is no expiration date when it comes to working on ourselves. We are never too young or too old to start working on ourselves. I personally see this as something that I would like to do for the rest of my life. So the first thing to do here is understand that working on ourselves is a lifelong commitment. You know how we commit to a lifelong marriage or how we commit to a life lifelong care for our kids. Well, this is literally the same thing. We have to be ready to commit for the rest of our lives to work on ourselves every day, little by little, every day, step by step. So to be perfectly honest with you, if I was in a situation where I may experience Valentine's blues, I would immediately think about all the other people, things, friends, family members, neighbors, students, etc, 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 that I have in my life. I have in my life. I would immediately try my best to raise my awareness towards 
everything that I have rather than what I don't have. I would also try my very best to remind myself that Valentine's Day is literally one day of the year where we all are expected to be deeply in love just for that one day. I mean, come on, that's not even very realistic, is it? Furthermore, even if you are deeply in love at this very moment, nobody's relationship is perfect. Nobody's. Does that mean that Valentine's Day will magically make our problems go away? Of course not. So, the more you think about it from this perspective, the more you notice that it really doesn't have to be a negative experience. You, only you can turn it into a wonderful experience, in fact. You don't have anyone buying you flowers? Well, if you want flowers so badly, buy yourself some flowers. I mean, why not? What's wrong with that? There you go. And you got some flowers there suddenly. I get flowers from friends and loved ones on my birthday, for example. But for the past couple of years, I never forget get to buy myself some flowers too. Just as a reminder of how deeply I appreciate people getting me flowers, but I am also completely okay with only getting flowers for myself. Do you see where I'm going with this? Does that make sense? So if you are feeling Valentine's blues, I really hope that this podcast episode will make you feel a little better. I hope that it will remind you that Valentine's Day should not define your worth as a human being, your value as a human being. It really doesn't. So again, if you are experiencing Valentine's blues, cheer up. Tomorrow is a new day and you're going to be just fine. Don't miss Wednesday's podcast episode with you, me and words. I'll be back with another episode and we will continue this great journey of ours where we work on our English through every episode, our English vocabulary, our English pronunciation, as well as our English understanding. Thank you so much for listening.